welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU-352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the time, so we decided to record it. Today, we're going to be talking about Star Wars Dark Forces Jedi Knight Radio Drama Part 2. We've got, wow, this is just a The last part of the Dark Forces trilogy. Or, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Forces finale. Yep. That didn't take too long. No, it didn't. <laughs> no. Um, well, first of all, Max, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, I had my first uh, sound gig in a really long time. And oh, boy. I moved thousands of pounds of things in the, in the span of 10 hours. So my back hurts real bad, but other than that, I'm okay. <laughs> well, I've been lifting turkeys the past couple of weeks. There you go. Um, yeah, we've been doing. Uh, we finally did our turkey sale last week. Two per household, people. Okay, don't come in. Don't come <laughs> at me with thirty pound turkeys on freaking express. Okay, we can we can help you as much as we can, but no more than two turkeys. Okay, <laughs> uh, but no. Yeah, people have been buying stuff um, early this year because we don't know about the supply on, you know, the day before Thanksgiving. I usually work the day before Thanksgiving. I am not working this year. Uh, I'll be working the Monday and Tuesday beforehand, but I don't know what it's going to be like. I'm cringing at the fact that we're going to be, like, so slow. Um, we're usually busy Sundays. I didn't see any turkeys yesterday, but... Um, it's been dippy around here. It has been. Cold weather. Oof. Not as cold as hot, but... Um, Down in the 50s. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's Florida freezing. 49. Listen, I used to go when I um, was at Flagler College in January when it was, like, 40 degrees. I used to go to class and workout shorts, a short sleeve shirt, and my Slytherin cloak. I like it. Yeah. Um, so let's see what else. Uh, went to Disney on Saturday. Saw the new um, Coco scene they added to Mickey's Philhar Magic. That was pretty cool. Um, still waiting for that Tron. Still waiting. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it was it was a fun fun day. We went to do Rise of the Resistance in the afternoon since we don't have the virtual queue. We're like, ooh, we can use our disability pass and get on it. Because uh, you can now book disability pass through the app. So anyone who's visually impaired that is an annual pass, there you go. The easier um, for you. Um, I know there's been some glitches with it. So if you need help, ask a cast member. Um, but no, it started to rain. And we're like, eh. Rise, it usually has problems when it rains. Um, so we decided to call it a day, but we'll do it in December, I think. Um, I believe that's pretty much it for me. Um, I got some news, both good and bad. Um, first of all, I've been avoiding talking about this because this is not at WDW, this is at Disneyland, but they've been deciding to celebrate Life Day at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland with new food and drink. Where is our new food and drink? I might want to ask. <laughs> Hello? We've earned it. I mean, I, I, mean, I suppose we're getting the Star Wars Hotel and they're not. Um, but it's still like the elite. So 
honestly. Um, they there's a new droid you can build now at the Droid Depot. You can build a fairy droid from the first original episode of The Mandalorian. Really? Yes. That's super and first, cool. And the first time you hear Din Djarin say, no droids. Yeah. Um, and you can also buy a remote control chopper. Oh, cool. Yeah, from the Bad Bastion Rebels. Chopper. <laughs> All we need is a remote control um, battle droid or something. You hit the button. Roger, roger. Captain, captain. <laughs> nice. Something. Yeah. Um, I guess I better talk about Disney Plus today. I think you should. Yeah. So, a lot of the scoopers out there, which they generally have good sources. And I don't know if this was a slap in the face for those sources or not, but we thought we were going to get a bunch of Star Wars trailers and announcements during Disney Plus Day. Um, we did not. We got a sneak peek of Obi-Wan Kenobi, just concept art, that was actually leaked the day before. And, oh. yeah, it was leaked uh, the day before, very briefly. Then they pulled it, which kind of thought, uh, it made the scoopers think, ooh, we're going to get something bigger the next day. <sighs> well, they were wrong. Um, and I believe if this had not been leaked, then people would probably have been more excited about it. I definitely was not really excited about it because it was just a bunch of images and discussion between Deborah Chow, the producer, and Ewan McGregor. Um, I had to go listen to a recording from a rival, well, I'm going to say a rival, but a podcast that is very similar to ours called Children of the Watch. They covered this little concept um, trailer, whatever. Um, I believe it was on the schedule for Disney Plus Day that they would release stuff. Um, but I think they were very unorganized. They did not have a live, a live stream. They had just a bunch of um, tweets throughout the whole day. Um, I had my news turned on for my WDWNT app and nothing. Um, there was a special on the book of Boba Fett. Well, actually, no, just Boba Fett. And um, that was actually pretty cool. They got some interviews from actors, Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> George Lucas. New interviews with George Lucas, actually. Um, it's only 21 minutes, but there's a lot of like images from like the original costumes. Oh, cool. And by the way, my friend Michael was going to send us some photos of his costume that he built, his Boba Fett costume. I think he forgot. Um, so, but, uh, um, did you hear, I don't know if they talked about it on the, uh, I haven't seen the Boba Fett, uh, behind the scenes yet. Uh -huh. Um, but they talked about how, uh, Boba Fett's original concept was he was, uh, was a Western. And so they gave him the sound of spurs, mm -hmm. uh, as a sound I don't effect. Think they, they did not, I think they I don't remember if they, if they discussed this or not, but yeah, I, I heard about that. And then um, Filoni brought yeah. that back in Boba in uh, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian. 
mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Uh, the scene where someone is walking up to Fennec Shand, you can clearly hear Spurs. Yeah. Okay. So that was the Boba cameo that we saw in the first season. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's some cool no, stuff. No. Yeah. I mean, it's it was a cool little special. I mean, it reminded everyone of this character. Um. And of course, you remember that we met uh Daniel Logan at Star Wars Celebration on a skateboard. I might. Yeah. Have. Um. <laughs> that was pretty cool. He's just longboarding around the convention yeah. center. And I I was almost like, Dad, Tommy's here. <laughs> um. So the thought was that they wanted to have Boba have his own day by releasing that trailer back on uh, November first. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, they should have held that trailer and released it on Disney Plus Day. If that's all they were going to give us, um, I think they should have put it there. What are your thoughts on this? Why do you think they pulled all this stuff last minute? I I don't know. It's definitely uh <laughs> to you- quote Palpatine, it's a very strange move for them. It's too aggressive. <laughs> Sending my apprentice Dolph Maul. Dolph Maul to join you. He will find your lost ship. This is good yet to hand. Now there are two of them. We should not have made this bargain. <laughs> Oh boy. So, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't see the math. I don't understand the math behind this decision. Me neither. I mean, here's what I think. I mean, do you think this was um, a, hey, um, we don't want you spoiling things for us anymore to all the scoopers? Mm -hmm. I mean, that would have been, that would be a Disney thing to do. No offense against Disney, but that would be a thing for them to do. Um, unless they wanted to focus on just one thing at a time, which I understand, but the way they have things mapped out from what I've seen, there's not going to be much chance of marketing these new shows at, you know, after each show is done. Because from what it looks like, we're going to get, of course, Book of Boba, December 29th. That's going to run through February. Or at least the beginning of February. We're supposed to get the Bad Bats season two in February. And then we're supposed to get Obi-Wan Kenobi, presumably in May, with Andor closing out, well, not closing out, but Andor in the fall, with Mando season three closing out 2022. So um, I don't know anything else. Um, because if they don't drop anything this Friday or during Disney Investors Day, then they might wait until Star Wars Celebration, but that's not until late May. Mm. And by that point, Kenobi might already be running. Um, but you know, they still got stuff up their sleeve. So I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I mean, this is just a lot of speculation. I mean, I just heard a rumor that. They are considering, not consider, they plan on doing an entire series of the Old Republic with Dark Riven and Darth Malak. Oh, I would give And they're planning, they're planning on making it the darkest and grittiest Star Wars film series slash TV show. Really? Yes, but um, because I didn't, I didn't have, think those games were that dark. Oh, no. 
apparently for the books and stuff, they oh, are right. dark. I mean, I thought Rogue One was pretty gritty. Uh, yeah, um, it was pretty dismal. <laughs> but, I mean, this is what fans want, you know? Yeah, they um, want Witcher, more, but Star Wars. That's fine. We want Well, we want Game of Thrones, Star Wars style. Mm. Because essentially, the old Republic is technically a medieval time, just Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, all of Star Wars is science fantasy. Yeah. That's okay. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much my... That's pretty much it with the, the news. Oh, there is some sort of alternate reality. Not alternate reality. Augmented reality. reality. Augmented reality, that's it. There's a game that's um, airing in downtown Disney, which is in California. Of It's called Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Okay. So essentially, you're playing someone on Batu. I think you're playing some sort of scout. I don't know if it's a scoundrel or something, but that is interesting. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do down here. Because um, I know, did you ever do the um, Secrets of the Empire from the Void? No. Okay. So a couple years back, um, they had this alternate, um, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> um, they had this thing in um, Disney Springs, and it was an augmented reality experience where you would be given armor and a blaster from the Rebel Alliance. And you're sent on a mission by Mon Mothma. I actually did. I flew down from Nashville, Tennessee, and did this with uh, an aunt of mine. So that was a treat. So what it is, Mon Mothma sends you to Mustafar to get some sort of information. You are being flown on a ship by K2SO with Cassian Andor as your guide. When you get on from Mustafar, you have to blast all these lava creatures and stormtroopers, and you actually get to feel the heat from Mustafar. Cool. Um, and at one point, you run into the big boss himself, Lord Vader, and your gun, your blaster actually stops working, uh, <clears throat> the Force, and um, you almost get killed by Vader. Of course. Um, you actually have to punch in codes physically with your hands to open up a door. And cool. you can, and like, it doesn't like automatically open up. You have to like get the code right. And like, I think it took us like 10 minutes to get it right. Um, but I want something more like this. Either if it's Gas's Edge, uh, if it's Hoth, you know, Dagobah, that'd be so cool. Just to bounce through Dagobah, like Luke's training or Yoda. Ah, bastard! Don't um, remind me of voices. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into this episode yet, and I'm already I've, well, I'm still maybe, salty maybe, about it. <laughs> well, maybe we should get into this episode. Um, just get get the root canal done, okay? All right. <laughs> oh, no. So, first impressions. Oh, man, they rushed the <laughs> heck out of this ending. Yeah? Yeah, so, like, the first book was really slow. The The first radio mm. drama was really slow. The second drama, the second one was also really slow, and then, like, this, like, part one and part two of Jedi Knight were sprints, just 
full-on sprints. And this one was even worse with, like, how quickly certain mm-hmm. things had to happen. No, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Because when I listened to the Dark Empire trilogy, um, the first two of them were at least two and a half hours. And the last one was, like, an hour. Yeah. So, they, I, you know, I noticed that. They start to rush things when it gets to the end of this kind of stuff. I hate that. I hate that they're doing that. What I felt only, like is like yeah. they were told that it was not going to be a trilogy. They were told that they were going to get four episodes. And then after the second episode comes out, they're like, oh, no, you actually only get one. Wrap this up. So, like, so much probably got left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. I wonder where, I wonder where that uh, stuff went because... There's actually a couple pieces of dialogue that have been left on the cutting room floor that you can find from uh, the original radio drop of A New Hope. Okay. Not much, just a bunch of Luke whining and Cammy making snide comments about Wormy. Uh, of course. Not much. Um, uh, so. I honestly did not believe you when you said that these radio dramas were based on video games um, uh-huh. until I looked it up. You can buy them and play them on your computer. And as long as your computer is younger than a TI-82, it'll run. Uh, they're all like... Right. The most expensive of all of them is... Uh, $599. bucks. No, $5.99. Oh, For okay. Dark Forces <laughs> 1, and then... Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Mysteries yeah, of the Sith, it, and then Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Yeah. Okay. So, like, th- first off, this was first gen PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. And it was published. I did a little bit of research. It was published without any fanfare. Mm-hmm. Um, no one really cared. And if LucasArts did very little to advertise for it. Um, uh, they re- they also released a fourth game uh, called Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, which follows Kyle Katarn in yet another game, but in a narrative after Star Wars Dark sure? Forces Jedi Knight. Yes. Are you sure? Okay, because there's a book called Shadows of the Empire that was written, but it was set between episode five and six. Oh, no, and you're right. It's Dash the- Rendar. Yeah, it, yeah, there was no Kyle Katarn. Um, it was essentially... Actually, it focused on the downfall of Black Sun, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, the, prince, uh, the prince of Black Sun discovered that Luke was Vader's son and tried to blackmail Vader. And Vader's like, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so uh, all of these games came out before n- 1997. So right. uh, who, boy, these are some... Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. They look like Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh they all have mostly positive reviews on Steam. Uh, they were uploaded and are still on the Steam library as of like 2009. Uh, mm-hmm. The only one that has mixed reviews is Mysteries of the Sith, and that's where you fight Saurus. Gosh. That's pretty much the <laughs> point of it. Saurus in this one. Ugh, ugh, ugh. She talks too much, dude. They all do. But I feel like that's pretty good for a Dark Jedi. That's pretty in canon. Yeah. You know who talks the most, though, is Palpatine. I mean, oh, yeah. Any kind of... It's always just... 
Yeah, Vader doesn't talk that much. Vader's like, no. enough talk, let's fight. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's Luke. Yeah, give yourself to the dark side. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's, uh, let's jump into this really quickly. So we open part two with um, everybody is on Rusan. Rusan. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, Kyle Katarn and his girlfriend and <laughs> another guy we, we that see, isn't important. We never see again. Yeah, we never from, see her again. Yeah. Uh, and another guy from his Holden planet. Um, Griff and party. <laughs> They uh, they're looking for a uh, they're Bouncer. looking for bouncers, and so and if, far yeah. <laughs> uh, they've been having a rough time of it. But uh, Kyle's friend from his homeworld is like, "No, I promise they're here. I promise they're here." And then, oh no, what's that? And sure enough, uh, so, imperials? some Imperials are hunting floater bouncers for sport and uh not even for sport but just for fun uh because we have to like put we absolutely have to make sure that the audience knows that the empire are the bad guys so while the empire is like wrangling bouncers uh jan is like you know what we like, I joined the rebellion to stop needless bloodshed like this. And Kyle's like, you will doom us all. And then she's like, I'm going to go anyway. And he's like, you know what? You're right. Like, he he heel turns for seemingly no, like, no discernible reason. Um, <laughs> then he, uh, then they are able to, uh, then they, like, tell their other rebel friends to start taking pot shots at the two speeders in the skiff. Uh, they take out the two speeders pretty quickly. Um, the skiff is then able to land and deploy a bunch of stormtroopers that are made quick work. But they are made quick work of. Uh, the rebels actually do a pretty dang good job uh, mm. of cleaning up house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they and honestly the problem that I had with it uh, with this was just how fast it was going because I uh -huh. didn't know like apparently like listening to it the second time I didn't understand that bouncers two bouncers got in like a bouncer got into the skiff and, and killed like, two imperials with yeah. their tentacles, and th wait, do they have tentacles? They do have tentacles. Have okay, and I thought it is, they were like smothering them. That's what I thought. And it is the worst acting. Let him go. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> let, <laughs> let, just, let him go. It's let so go. bad. <laughs> oh man! So You're that's like, a thing that exists. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the whole time that that's happening. We get, uh, we get a lot of talk of just Sun Sung. What is his name? Who the turncoat, the Sith turncoat? It cuts over to oh, the young, young, 
Yeah, this is my favorite part of the whole entire part two of this. Yes, I love this whole learning from Ron. It's the only part that honestly made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Did you not notice that he was kind of turning in part two? He was turning in part two. That made sense. Uh, But like, uh, I'm just saying the rest of this intro didn't and was very (laughs) disconcerting. I feel like they should have started this with him in part one of Jedi Knight. I I like that it was (laughs) slow. I like that his... Uh, or like his reformation was was a slow burn, but my mm-hmm. problem with the uh, was that like again they felt like they rushed it. It went from uh, like mm-hmm. in a day he went from like I'm kind of questioning to uh like I've been kind of questioning for a little bit, and then it's like oh no, mm-hmm. I am full blown light side now, and there's not anything yeah. that anyone could do about yeah. it. Yeah, what they should have done is they should have started the questioning and. Rebel, um, you know, Rebel Agent, obviously, which they did, and then then just a little bit of monologuing in Jedi Knight Part One, nothing much, just to kind of a bit more, maybe introduce Ron to him a bit earlier. Yeah, that checks out. That was for, but yeah, um, interesting with Young. And we cut from there, uh, where they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with the skiff. Over to mm-hmm. Young and Jarek. And Jarek talks down to him for a full four minutes. Uh, <laughs> and finally he's like, I'm going to tell you what I want you to do. And I felt like if I was young, I would just been like, that's literally why I'm here. I don't know why you wanted to monologue at me. I'm already on your side. Mm-hmm. And we get this... Uh, he's like, I want you to go down there and I want you to make sure that everything is under control. And they go down because the patrol that got slaughtered by the rebellion got slaughtered. And so they're like, ah, crap, what are we supposed to do with that? Well, not just that, um, there was issues with the spirits. That's true. All of a racket. And this is where Young's journey to the light side really begins, reaching out with compassion to soothe the spirits. Right. Which I really enjoyed. I thought that was perfectly executed. (laughs) I agree. I feel like they did a really good job with that. Mm -hmm. I was a little worried. I was a little trepidatious about it. Uh, And sure enough, I hated how lazy the sound design was for the screams. Because they just looped it. Uh They looped the same sound effects and like I'm sure that even you, like somebody that doesn't have a sound degree, is like, huh, I've heard this scream like 15 times now. Yeah, no, no, no. I I picked up on that. I mean, just jumping subjects just for a moment. If you listen to the original American broadcast of The Lord of the Rings, which was done by like a non-professional theater that had one professional actor, well, I don't even remember. Um, It was... Terrible sound design. Um, interestingly enough, the voice of Sam Gamgee was actually a girl, and it was the voice of Anastasia from Cinderella. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I still have it on Audible because that's what I grew up listening to. Um, but 
No, the British version is a lot better. So, but back to Star Wars. So, uh, he goes down into the mines, and in the mines, we get... <laughs> just 18 times, and it's boring and stupid, and... Uh, and I didn't think that it was... Uh, I didn't think... I really hated those sounds uh, a lot. But I understand we're on a budget, we're on a time constraint, we can't do everything that we really want to do. So yeah. uh, we got to make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. So we get these moments of this ability, uh, like these ability checks, and uh, of him like, I I'm trying to do this thing and it's not working, what's going on? And uh, he gets a call. He gets a young gets a voice in his ear that's like reach out with compassion, and yeah. it's uh, our good old boy Ron. Yeah, and surprisingly, we get a lot of good dialogue Ma from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We uh, what I didn't uh. Like that, the beginning was a good idea. There was, mm -hmm. then it happens again, this time with a more powerful Jedi spirit. Ooh. And <laughs> we, like, we get the same, the same deal, though. We get the no same, the, like, it just rinse and repeat. And yeah. it just, it, it didn't have the same impact. They don't even sound like Jedi. They sound like just sound effects. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, there, they should at least put some words in there. It seems like a, it seems like, like it. I'm so far removed from the immersion because I know that they're stock sound effects. I I can't attribute them to a character or an uh, mm -hmm. like at all. It, it's like uh, I don't I don't I don't know how to like attribute it. Like uh, like the moment that you know the Wilhelm scream. Um, mm -hmm. it's the moment where you're like, oh, the sound engineers, but like, this is a meme. This isn't a character anymore. And I, and I get that. Like, I get that again, budget constraint, mm -hmm. but like, if that's the case, then like, don't do it twice. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. Uh, do that in the boulder thing and mm -hmm. uh, call it Dang. a day. Mm -hmm. That should be more than enough convincing for everyone to be like oh so uh our boy young is doing light side things what's up with that yeah so we get this so he after that uh after he show young shows compassion for ghosts um they discover a lot of items that we spend way too much time on because they have mm -hmm. no impact on the rest of the story. <laughs> and then he also frees somebody. Let's boulder up. He did what? Remember he lifted the boulder up? And, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he lifted a boulder. Yeah. And... Which anyone could do. Which <laughs> any uh, And a dark side person could have done it too. Yeah. Which is why it's a little funny that they're like, oh, you did a good thing. You must be <laughs> yeah. turning good. They're like, no, I'm protecting our assets. Again, these are dark Jedi, not Sith. 
Sith would have been like, you just saved me some money and time. Thank you. And yeah. But Dark Jedi are like, oh, you didn't draw your, you didn't do the thing with the angry eyes. You must be turning soft. <laughs> like, it, yeah, where's your saber, huh? Like, it's just, it's just really funny to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're bad villains, and mm-hmm. that's what makes them, that's how you know that they're written so well. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you so, get. Yeah. So that's when, that's when Jarek sends our boy Young out to get the patrol. Or find out what happened to the patrol. Yes. And we. And he gives Kyle a chance to leave, too. He does. Yeah. Which is a nut, a very interesting point to be like, a life for a life, my debt is repaid. We go full uh we go full Mulan here with that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm proud of him because that's honorable. It is. They did a good job of making this character be very conflicted about being mm-hmm. Good. How fun would it be if they actually brought him into the uh, new canon in like a TV show or something? Like Young? I don't know. Yeah. Or Jarek or any of those kind of people. I I don't know. I wouldn't care, actually. Kyle, maybe. Because I know Kyle so well from the later books as a Jedi Master. Uh, I mean, hey, he got a lightsaber through the gut. Through the chest, mind you, by Jason Solo and lived. Oh, um, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he almost didn't make it, but he lived. So. <laughs> yep. So we get... So Kyle does a good job, I think, of being the everyman. Yeah. Here. And the ability to do the thing required of him in order to get to where he's at is powerful. It's palpable. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of what he has done so far. Mm. My only qualm is that he, there's, uh, he, the, like, again, I feel like, He's moving really, the narrative is moving really quickly. So he goes from being like, everything's fine. I have control Mm -hmm. of my emotions to absolutely I'm going to kill him. There's no way I'm going to not kill him. Here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm killing him. And Mm -hmm. he, uh, he, Kyle. Oh, and we didn't even mention Floater. The my my like Gollum. Oh, it was so stupid. So the <laughs> so the bouncers have the worst acting choice I've ever heard, which is do your best Muppet impression. <laughs> was it worse than Yoda? Yes, by a country <laughs> mile. Because at least the Yoda guy was trying to put inflection. He just chose a bad voice. This guy's not acting. He's not acting. He's doing a voice, and he's not even doing yeah. the voice well. I couldn't hear him. I'm like, what are you saying? 
the fountain. Just, just talk, Jerry. Just talk. <laughs> you sound like Elmo. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Motors world. It's just that. It's bad. It's so bad. So this guy. Uh, so and floaters the reason why his friend is uh, Kyle's friends died. Died. Yeah, because we had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another reason why. Uh, like another reason why it, none of this made sense. They were like. Mm-hmm. They they just were like, okay, here we go. Here's the thing. And it's not great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, like, Clodagh takes him to the valley. Uh, Griff gets whacked. Griff gets whacked for no reason. And, like, it's supposed to be this heroic moment, but it doesn't feel that way. No, it, it does not, it, man. It doesn't feel earned in the slightest. It's just, like, like the equivalent of a stormtrooper gets... It's like, I'll go do the cool thing. And everyone's like, no, what are you doing? You're going to die. They're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's just bad. It's bad time. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and don't... they don't even describe the valley at all. No, they didn't. They have no idea. They talked about an aqueduct. I mean, what the heck does an aqueduct have to do with Star Wars? I don't, I don't know. And I don't understand, and at this point, I don't even want to pretend to understand. No. It's it's upsetting. So we So we get to the point where uh they they get to the plateau where the rebel uh, where the Imperial base is outside of the valley. Or like right mm-hmm. on the cusp of the valley. And Kyle sneaks in. Yeah, with Jan. Uh, oh, no, Jan, no, 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 no. Jan does not come in. Kyle is less than 30 yards away when she gets blasted by a stun bolt and she gets taken away. And I like, don't know how he couldn't hear that. Yeah, that was dumb. That <laughs> but again, I feel like we're, we're listening to the story like, yeah, like on, point of view, on fast forward. Point of views. Yeah, and different point of views, very badly done. Yeah, I feel like it just needed a bit more polish. I think that we we I feel like we got an okay story. I didn't understand like who got her? Like cuz it sounded like a random stormtrooper. Yeah. But then it's Jarek's people that have her. Well, maybe they brought her to Jarek's people. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm just kind of given up at the figured this out, and I'm just treating it like an anime, and just like, oh, okay, now yeah. they're bunny people. All right, here we go. So, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and So we, so Kyle gets to where he needs to go, and they, and. Jarek and all of his crew are there, and they have Jan. Yeah. And it's okay, because, like, everything's kind of bad, and then Jarek is like, let me show you my true power! And, and he blasts the Holy Crow. 
and blasts him first, and then he escapes, and then he blasts yeah. the moldy crow. Yep. And sends his dark Jedi to go take care of him. Yeah. And well, doesn't another Jedi get killed? More dark Jedi get killed. Oh yes, yes, he got killed. He killed Ma. Ma, yeah. Um. Which I mean, that was an interesting, kind of. Yeah, he killed him in hatred, and it was cool. Yeah. Uh, th- th- sorry. That's the that's my Sith coming out. <laughs> well, you are recovering, Sith Lord. Recovering. <laughs> Very recovering. Almost at my full power. Power. <laughs> I just. I don't. I'm. I'm turning into Prince John, the phony king of England. So we. <laughs> sire, sire, did you see that? Stop pissing in my ear. Um, we we get this moment of interest and intrigue. Uh, of Kyle on his knees, broken lightsaber in front of him, surrounded yeah. by dark Jedi, at the lowest point in Kyle's time, and up until this point in Kyle's life, uh, Saris pulls out her lightsaber and does the exact same sound effect that all lightsabers are in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. then goes to take a swing. And... Young gets in the way. Correct. He goes, I can't let you do it. Mm-hmm. He then explains, like, he's like, no, I've had too many nightmares. Yeah. I've had too many nightmares. We've done too many bad things. I feel like something along the lines of like, I feel bad. And Saris just very quickly goes, oh, let me help you with that. Shlunk. Chops his head <laughs> yeah. off. And we... Well, she and, chop his head off. She uh, oh, no, is, you're what, right. Because he still... He has, like, a whole he, paragraph of dialogue left. So, like, she... He, yeah. She, she goes, chop, chop. And mm-hmm. we... And that gives... Kyle, Kyle enough time to recover... Grab- for some reason unannounced to the audience, and he grabs Young's lightsaber, and... Uh, so, red on red, presumably. They... I don't know if they have red lightsabers. No, and I don't know what color Ron's lightsaber was, either. Possibly green, as usual. I think all the that have green sabers get killed one way or the other. Uh, they're, um, uh, they're consulars, so they're spellcasters. They're not... Uh, uh, like the reason why Qui Gon had it uh, had green was because he was a speaker, not a fighter. And the reason why Obi Wan had a blue is because he mm-hmm. later became a general because he's really good at fighting and really good at strategy. Is that old canon or new canon? That is uh, both. Okay. Uh, I know the colors are different now. I mean, well, they're... like uh, like post prequel because they had to come up with a <laughs> with an excuse for <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson having a purple one. Um, and that's the other reason why they gave Plo Koon an orange one. Yeah, and that's why they gave another Jedi, uh, who was murdered by Darth Maul in a book called Darth Maul Shadowhunter before the Phantom Menace, a yellow lightsaber. Yes. Uh, which Ray has a yellow lightsaber. Yep. And those are all, uh, those are all the same, that's, uh, they're all, uh, ratified in the new canon. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you go build a lightsaber at um, Galaxy's Edge. at Galaxy's Edge, and they choose, they tell you to pick a lightsaber. They tell you, they, 
pick a crystal, they tell you uh, what, all of them what except they for yellow and white. Mean. They won't. They won't let you pick a yellow and a white one until after. Yeah, you have to go purchase those. But yeah, like, because they don't want little kids freaking out. It, like if you go buy a yellow crystal beforehand and put your yellow crystal in there, they don't want little kids freaking out and demanding why I don't have a yellow lightsaber or a white lightsaber. Yeah. So I, essentially they make you pay $200 then another $12 afterward. Yeah. They should allow you to get like four crystals at least in con conjunction with that purchase because they actually raised the price. Oh, man. Yeah, again, $200 for a plastic lightsaber is not worth it. The experience no. is really cool. Uh, yeah. It's a great show. I really like it. In the same way that I really mm -hmm. like the Ollivander show, but like mm -hmm. $90 for a non-canonical Harry yeah. Potter one is I don't like the Ollivander show that much because it's like I'm right there in front. I went to it once. I never got picked. I got I got picked. Sean Fordham got picked because he freaked out. Oh, I forgot he, he got like, picked. And then he didn't yeah, buy like, it. I'm like, what yeah, and I'm like, well, what's your what what uh was your wood? Of your wand, he's like I don't know. I'm like, did you buy it? He's like, no. I'm like, then you technically don't have a wand. You're a muggle. So, so, so we're getting off topic. But like, yeah, I, we are. Uh, long story short, if you're gonna buy a lightsaber, two hundred dollars anywhere other than Disney is gonna go really far. And yeah. getting you Even an indestructible lightsaber, full RGB, yeah. at least four sound fonts, possibly more, maybe even smooth yeah. swing if you could swing yeah. it. Yeah, like, and even Ultra Sabers will give you at least something. I cannot condone Ultra Sabers. They have, no. they've stuck their foot in it again. I'll, oh, th but that's a story for another time. Um, okay. They let me know what they've done. Oh, later. it's bad. Uh, but like, <laughs> but I can tell you right now, this is I can't not nobody, not even the lightsaber online community. Uh, like the our subreader sub our is there mm -hmm. our hope, lightsabers. Um, you think they'll shut them down? I don't think anybody has a big enough lawyer to do that, but all of us can blacklist them. That's the best we can do, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like they are undeserving of our money because yeah. they is actually just he, and if he shared his money with his employees, it would be better. But he does not. Um, and hit their customer service is garbage because the people that have that job are not getting paid. And so they can't do the job that they're asked to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah. uh, but like the pox their store, Facebook, their Facebook uh, services actually marginally better, not by much, but marginally. Um, two hundred dollars at the pox store can give you Boars the Dragon Slayer, and you can have RGB smooth swing NeoPixel mm -hmm. for two hundred dollars. Yeah. All right. Back to let's just wrap this story up. So, uh, so it's weird. Uh, Kyle and Sars get the little face off. They get into a kerfuffle. Yeah. And he and kills Kyle yeah. kills her pretty handily. Yeah. He. Uh, he, but the other guy, the Twi'lek, Bach, Bach, uh, Bach. runs runs away. Yeah, uh, with Jan. And this guy's got two sabers. Yes, he is. He is a. Uh, the term for that is Jarkai, 
And mm-hmm. uh, and that's two separate sabers, correct? Not that, a double. Correct. Uh, Jarkai still technically counts. Uh, includes mm-hmm. double-bladed lightsabers, like a saber staff. Mm-hmm. But like at that point, you're using a saber staff style. Uh, but in uh, but like Jarkai, uh, like two separate lightsabers, you can actually lean into a different uh, two in like different forms. So you could be mm-hmm. like uh, Asajj Ventress was formed mm-hmm. to Jarkai. And Anakin didn't do so well with that though in episode two. No, he did not because he is not a form five Jarkai practitioner. They don't mm-hmm. teach you Jarkai first. They teach you the form and the mm-hmm. stances and the swings and the parries. And then mm-hmm. they're like, okay, so you're good enough with one. Let me give you another one. Yeah. Uh, he, he was too big for his britches. Got his hand chopped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we, uh, so Kyle runs after them. They end up in the valley, I guess. It's not explained. So then they're in a tunnel and Jan is yelling for him, and he gets there, and she's like, it's a trap! And he's like, I know it's a trap. That's a trap! Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, the radio play. <laughs> it's a trap! Um, they, <laughs> all right! He, he frees, all right, all right, all right. We, he <laughs> frees Jan, and Bach steps out of the darkness, and is like, I bet you weren't expecting me. And we're like, <laughs> the character's like, yeah. We literally just said we're expecting you. And he's like, well, I'm twice the fun. And just the same sound effect happens twice. And then they have to announce it to the audience because the audio, the sound effects did not convey what they were supposed to convey. And he's like, oh, Mm -hmm. he's got two lightsabers. Uh, Again, the writing in this is pretty lazy at this point. They're trying to wrap it up as fast as possible. Yeah. And they're fighting. And for some reason... He gets close enough to Jan that he can and cut ma- some bits and pieces off. So, like, they're fighting. But how could, how's he doing this, though? What do you mean? Like, I mean, is he like just poking her with the saber? I don't because that thing's hot. I mean, one puck with that saber will burn a hole right through it. Uh, and it immediately cauterizes. So, if he's good enough with a lightsaber, he can graze her. Mm-hmm. Again, former Sith. It was a good ta- uh it was a good torture strategy, honestly. Um so we uh so I don't know how he gets close enough to her to do this without Kyle mm-hmm. getting in the way. Mm-hmm. Um and none of that is explained. It's like swish swish clang clang, yeah. and now I have Jan, yeah. and now I'm torturing Jan, and yeah. Kyle stands there and goes, No. Mm-hmm. And and then kills him. Through hatred. Through hatred. Yeah. And uh, Jarek steps Jared. out of the dark, again, like an anime oh, boss. Could. Like, yeah. slow <laughs> clap out of the <clears throat> darkness. And he, and he's like, all right, and now you will be defeated because I am so powerful and you hate me so much. And that's not how the dark side works. It mm-hmm. is my hatred that fuels my power, not someone else's hatred. A uh, little salty about that. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that when we get there. He's, uh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Jarek is like, oh, here we go. I'm going to zap you a few times because I'm so powerful. And Kyle's like, oh, he's so powerful. And Jan is like, no, run away. And uh, Jarek just like <laughs> does not acknowledge that she exists. 
No. And very brief. No, maybe very briefly, but and she's a he, fly. Yeah, I did like Jarek's line of "You're going to threaten me with a lightsaber." Mm-hmm. I, I am the sun, and you are a candle, and you threaten me with a lightsaber. And I liked that. That's pretty mm-hmm. Sith. I'm a bit. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of that. Uh, uh-huh. Big uh, being big for your britches. It's it's mm-hmm. my favorite part. So mm-hmm. you get the point where uh, where Kyle is leaning into the hatred, but nothing is happening. Like we get the end. We get his. Like I hate you, I hate you, and but <laughs> there's no swishing, there's no clanging, there's no combat. It feels like they're just <laughs> the audio just tells me nothing. They're just standing at <laughs> no looking yeah, at each other, and they're just yelling at each other, and that's that's supposed to be conflict. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It, it just like mm. yeah, no. <clears throat> so. Uh, all of the voices of the the damned uh, are there, and they're and they're like, don't, don't use the dark side, use the light side. And, and Ron comes in too and starts trying to talk to Kyle. Yes, and Kyle's like, no, man, shut up, shut up, dude. I'm here to kill this guy. Uh, yeah. You got to give this kid kudos. He was he was mad enough to just say "screw you, dad." <laughs> yeah. And so. we, ah, man. So we get this moment of him figuring out that he needs to be compassionate towards the person. <laughs> and yeah, learn from young, dude. Learn from young, <laughs> but. The problem is that he it's not a thing he learned from young. It no. it's actually like toxic apologetic like I don't agree with that statement in real life. Like Jediness mm-hmm. aside, you, because like forgiveness and compassion isn't for their sake, it's for yours. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'm I've seen a lot of people that have been actually really wronged and the outcry is that you should just forgive them and be a good person. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, that's not... Especially if, like, they don't deserve it, they're not going to learn anything from that. Don't try to forgive them and, like, envelop them back into your life. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not healthy or okay. No. Like, it's okay to be like, you wronged me. You overstepped a boundary and yeah, that and, that I told you about, and it you crossed a line. And I'm okay uh, being able to say we are now no longer friends uh, because I don't want – I can't trust to be around you anymore. That's healthy. Yeah. That like being able to – instead of like doing the, well, I know they're, they're probably a good person. Like no, that's like <laughs> toxic. Yeah. And, like uh, That's like Beauty and the Beast stuff. Like I can change him. No, that's not your job. Mm-hmm. So – I don't understand what this writer thought was going to happen. I don't know. Um, I'm going to say this once. If this was written by Brian Daly, if he had not passed away before the return of the Jedi was released, 
Mm. Um, this would have been a far better show, maybe a bit longer. I, mean, I I I look at this as maybe if they added like eight uh, like just if this was an eight episode deal, not a six episode deal. Yeah, yeah, I think that. So what what happens in the show is that Kyle becomes compassionate, uh, apropos walks. of nothing, yeah. and mm-hmm. then uses the light side of the nexus of the Jedi Nexus, the Force Nexus around him to envelop Jarek Jarek in light side and compassion, which is his curse. Like, Jarek is a goddamn boogeyman. (laughs) I mean, he's up. You can't see. I'm not afraid of you! Oh, no, my weakness is not fear. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. none of that made sense. Mm -hmm. Like, canonically, like, the way that the, the dark side is supposed to work. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, in old canon, in legends, in new canon, no, in no way, shape, or form is this how the dark side is supposed to work. And mm-hmm. but it worked here, and Kyle then kills Jarek, but like out of compassion. Wait, so did Kyle stab Jarek with a lightsaber, or did Jarek stab himself? I think Kyle killed Jarek. I always assumed that Jarek stabbed himself because he was so freaked out about the whole compassion thing. Oh, God. I hate both of those endings so much. I hate... I think it's better if Jarek stabs himself because oh, Jarek is like, no, I, fight me. Like, he's the goddamn like, no. Grinch? Like, he's like, <laughs> oh, there's no more darkness around me. Like, he's <laughs> like he's freaking Oogie Boogie from... <laughs> I'm the Boogie Man. <laughs> and, like... Like, because there's not enough darkness around him, he kills himself? Yeah, I don't know. That's... That's... that's Stupid. (laughs) If that was any... If that was any villain, if that was any dark side user in any of the movies, they would have still cut Kyle down. True. Especially Darth Maul. Maul, Vader... Maul would have beat... Dooku would have been like, huh cute disarm both your hands chopped off then i kill you like just yeah. over it and palpatine would just blast him with lightning absolutely until like not these tiny little zaps that jerick was using but like full-on return of the jedi i'm gonna zap you and hear you scream for another 30 minutes before well, you die palpatine was playing with luke in the beginning kind of just the monologue monologue yeah. And then on, boom, 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 boom. Um, but yeah, so Jared dies. Somehow. We're, it's unclear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jan and Kyle hug. And naturally, what you do after a near-death experience is to be like, you know what? I almost I fell to the dark side and became a villain. We just watched a villain die in a nondescript way off-screen. Mm. I didn't feel like killing him anymore. No. Uh, big red flags. Can we just yeah. can we go and ahead and say that, like, yep. if anyone yeah. says that out loud, you take steps away from them. I think we could mm-hmm. all agree to that. Um, yeah. and, and he goes, like, "Let's make yeah. this official," and, and then they make out, and yep. that's it. And roll credits. <laughs> yeah. What? So. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck is this ending? <laughs> A <laughs> uh, shortened blunt ending. What's like? So, yeah. oh my god, it's gross. Uh, 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and it's so weird because you know we never see Jan again. So I don't know what happened to her. Um, is there any information about that? Uh, not outside of the video game I see. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do uh, is I'm going to purchase these games because, like, if I purchase all four games, it's, I'm out, like, what, yeah. like, 20 bucks? It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of this series overall? In, in one sentence summary. It needs better pacing, but the narrative was fun. Uh-huh. I, I feel it, like we did. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it felt like a Disney ride where it was like. <laughs> it, 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 it felt like, yeah. It felt like um, The Little Mermaid because they crammed it into a six minute ride and we don't get any Ursula aside from that one segment. And it stops a, all the time. You hear, you oh, hear more. Yeah. <laughs> you hear more Sebastian than you do. Uh, then you do Ursula. Listen, there was a, I think something happened a couple of weeks ago where there were like twenty different animatronic breakdowns in Disney World. Um, oh no! I mean, like, like the Hall presidents that had just reopened with the new Joe Biden figure, um, Lincoln fell over, or no, he broke in half. Why is it it's always like, oh. Lincoln? Why is it always <laughs> Lincoln? <laughs> it's like, oh, you added a new figure and you took months to do this, and you didn't. Refurbished the rest of them. Um, Ariel stopped um, moving her fins. Like she was just singing and there were no fins moving. Uh, there were issues with Space Earth, which they're going to refurbish that, uh, refurbish that at some point. Um, I think Donald Duck fell over again in the, the Grand Fiesta tour. Of course. I mean, this, it, there's, it's not a good time for Disney or it wasn't hopefully those genie plus people that pay for the genie plus hopefully that money is going to go back into these rides and fix them up because this is Disney World this is not freaking Wally World okay um but no I like Dark Forces because it was just something new you know back then I'm like oh what the heck is this let me listen to this okay um so that was my only. Um, I never had any complaints about it until like probably this past listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as you get old and older, the things that you would like, no, you know, you notice, you know, you know more mistakes. I mean, yeah, I I picked up a couple of mistakes from the Harry Potter books audio edition, and um, I feel like that's good. I feel like that's it's healthy to be able to like not just see the things that you grew up with through like a rose colored lens. Yeah. You can actually mm-hmm. like genuinely look and see mm-hmm. the shortcomings and like the yeah. parts of it were like, that could be problematic, like song of the South or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being able to say there were, there were some things that were good. There were some things that mm-hmm. were questionable and it's overall outright bad. Yeah. Like overall Sorry. it's a like, it's still you can enjoy something decent. while saying that it's not good. While that no. it's not, yeah, it's uh, a decent touch on uh, Ready to Double that was outside the normal bounds of the films. Yeah. Um. So uh, I believe that will be it. Um. Just again, Friday we may have something for you guys, depending on what Disney decides to give us in regards to trailers. Um, if not, we'll cook something up for you. Uh, 
maybe something unique. I have a few ideas. <laughs> um, don't know if I want to get into another radio drama, though. Yeah, we'll I talk about I'm, it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but if anyone wants to look at that concept art for Kenobi, because it really is actually pretty interesting if you take the time and review it, um, there's a link to it on Facebook. So, uh, Max, you want to take us away for the ending? Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we do have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352. And Instagram and Twitter are SU352Podcast. Hey, Peyton, what is our email? That is SpecialUnit352 at gmail.com. Please email us if you did actually pick up um, this book via Audible or YouTube. And I want to hear your thoughts. Tell us your thoughts and we will discuss them in the next episode. When does this episode come out, by the way? Uh, this one comes out... The uh, 25th? The 25th. Yes. So, Christmas, uh, Christmas, <laughs> Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Um, which, after this episode airs, we will have just a handful of weeks, folks, until the Book of Bubble Fett drops. Alright. So, yeah. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app, a.k.a. Spotify. Uh, we know you listen And on, Google. Because well, that will help Google. us show up in the algorithms. Uh, we look forward to talking with you guys next week. And as Peyton always says, May the force be with you.